Hello and welcome to Christina's Book Review Podcast. I'm Christina. Today I'm going to review Christina Baker Klein's book called Orphan Chain. I couldn't recollect how I came across this book. I suppose it happened by chance, as it always happens. And I'm very glad I stumbled upon Orphan Chain. It's worth reading. I encourage you to do it. As you might remember, I did a review of Empty Credits by Margaret Humphreys. Let me remind you the plot and refresh your memory. It tells a story about the child migration scheme in Great Britain from 1940s to 1967, when the British government deported up to 150,000 British children to Australia, Canada, New Zealand and Africa for adoption. It was illegal and immoral. The book was written by a British social worker who investigated this case and published a book based on the real-life stories of children migration. Often Train is also based on a true story which happened in America between 1854 and 1929. Uh, but it's a novel, not an investigation. But you should know there is not a big difference between fiction and non-fiction in terms of this book. Who knows, this story which is told by Christina Baker Klein might have happened in real life. Anyway, Often Train deserves to be read. Let's begin with the author. Now, Christina Baker Klein is an American novelist who wrote seven books. She was born and raised in England, but currently she lives in America. She graduated from Yale and Cambridge University, where she studied English and literature. Also, she took fiction writing courses in the University of Virginia. As you can see, she is very well educated. Now, about the book. Often Train was published in 2013 and has been a bestseller in the USA. It was a big success, in fact. The thing is, it is a little-known fact of America's history and almost nobody knows about that period. Probably that's the reason why so many people were so keen to read about it. Now, it is time to reveal this piece of history that was described in the book and basically the novel is based on it. So, between 1854 and 1929, more than 200,000 homeless, orphaned and abandoned children were transported on trains that were labeled labeled orphan trains or baby trains, from crowded eastern cities of the United States to the Midwest for adoption. But actually, children were used as servants and workers and treated them like a dog and slave in the new places. Not to mention many children were dying on the way because of poor and uncomfortable conditions. The charitable institutions were in charge of this transportation program and responsible for these children. The main aim of these charitable institutions was to get rid of homeless people children in New York City and other big cities. As far as they were concerned, they were helping children to find them foster families. In fact, they didn't care about children's needs. All they cared about was to meet foster families' needs by providing them workforce. It was terrible and unfair. They ruined children's lives and fates. Certainly, there were stories with happy endings, but it doesn't mean these cases justify this awful program. It's likely an exception to the rule, and a story of one of the main characters in this novel is a dramatic confirmation of the rule. So we're gradually approaching to the novel, finally. The book is set in both the present day and the late 1920s, 1930s and 1940s. There are two main characters, both orphans, Vivian Daly, 91-year-old woman, and Molly Ayer, 17-year-old teen, living in Maine. Let me tell you about them. Start with Vivian, because most part of the book is focused on Vivian's past. She was born in Ireland and was named Nymph Power. When she was seven years old, her family moved to New York City for a better life, but it turns out it was a wrong decision. Her family perishes in the fire and she loses her loved ones. She is taken to an orphanage and soon sent to West on an orphan train to be adopted. 
She will change several foster families and names. She will be faced with abuse and violence throughout the course of her childhood until she finds a permanent family and becomes Vivian. Another character is named Molly. She's an Indian girl. When she was eight years old, her father, uh, her father died in a car accident and her mother was drug addicted and ended up in jail a few months later. Then Molly was placed into the foster care system. She had gone through many different foster houses throughout the course of her childhood, and currently she is living with her 12th foster family. Acquaintance Molly and Vivian begins with a stolen book from the local library by Molly. The book is called Jane Eyre. Molly is sentenced to 50 hours of community service and given the task of assisting Vivian with cleaning out her attic. That's how she meets Vivian. As Molly and Vivian sort through a lifetime of belongings, Molly learns about Vivian's life and discovers they have much in common. I have to say I was quite disappointed by the ending. It seemed to me it was a little too abrupt and contri contrived. However, Vivian's story was very fascinating, full of tones and twists. I have thoroughly enjoyed this book and highly recommend it to read. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. I'd be very appreciative if you'd share your opinions and thoughts in the comments section on my site, which is chrisland.ru. And as always, I conclude my book review podcast with one of my favorite Betty Davis lines from the film called Cabin in the Cotton. I'd like to kiss you, but I just washed my hair. Bye!